John with the uh, Ubaldi Reports. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Joe Bitts. How's it going, Joe? And how was your day today? Uh, it was good, John. Yeah, it was okay. It was just a day. Nothing uh, too much going on. I get an opportunity to listen to uh, talk radio, mostly on the... I wouldn't say it's political as much as they like to insert their political opinion in there. COVID is always a main topic. Yeah, uh, I can see that would be a big one. That's a huge in the news is well, COVID, masks, whether they wear masks or not. Yeah. They haven't talked about too much about infrastructure yet. But then they were talking about how Ted Cruz came in and like last minute, three o'clock, three thirty in the morning, stomped the the election or the voting bill. I think it's the American Act, and then there's John Lewis Act. The Democrats want to put in the they want to basically what their voting rights bill is to federalize U.S. elections. Yeah. But the Constitution is clear in Article Two. All voting rights or voting rules and regulations that the founders were clear on, that's at the state level. So if they did put that in, and let's say it just for the sake of argument passed, it would go to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court would have to say that you clearly violated the Constitution. Because remember when the state of Texas sued and it went to the Supreme Court. They were complaining about what other states were doing in the Supreme Court. And this was a conservative court stated, and I think it was more than just a simple majority. I think it was almost unanimous. They said that Texas doesn't have the grounds to stand on because you can't dictate what other states do. Yeah. But what the Democrats in the House and Senate want to do is nationalize voting rules at the federal level. And that's a clear violation of the Constitution. So it was wise that ted cruz stepped in and ended that well the underhandedness though of schumer trying to get it in there at such a so early in the morning or oh by the way last thing on the agenda three thirty in the morning here you go and it needed a unanimous um, sense or something and that's why ted cruz put the kibosh on there because one person objects that means it's dead in the water well, but here's a question for this, and I, I, you fo- I followed it pretty religiously about this, and they complain about what Florida did, changing, tightening up the voter rules, what Georgia did, and obviously what Texas did, or trying to do because the Democrat legislators in Texas fled, so they didn't have a quorum to vote on it. They haven't stated what was their objection to these rules. Mm-hmm. All they kept saying is, this is Jim Crow on steroids. Joe Biden has said this. So obviously, Stacey Abrams, who lost the gubernatorial race to Governor Kemp. They yeah. never said, what is your objection? And a lot of it is they tightened up the rules, meaning if like when I moved, I had to fill out a voter application form. You can do it online, but they want to know who you are if you're requesting a new ballot, what is so reactionary to that? Most Americans favor that. If you want a ballot, provide your social security number, driver's license, so we know who you are. The Democrats want, want to get rid of that. I don't understand what is reactionary. Or you have to show your ID. 
You can't get on a plane, can't even cash a check for those who cash checks to get a, why don't you need a, an ID to vote? Here's a good observation brought on by my wife is you need to show your COVID vaccination card in order to eat at certain restaurants or get into indoor venues or even maybe go grocery shopping, but you don't need an ID to vote. Yeah, that just, it's just, it's asinine. And that's where all they did is tighten up the voting when you vote. So it prevents cheating, but they've expanded when you can vote, how long you can vote. You can vote early. They just want to know who is voting. So I would like to wish the media would pressure these Democrats, even including the president. You say this is Jim Crow on steroids. What is your main objection? There's, you have better access to voting in these states than you do in the liberal state of New York, Delaware, where President Biden is from. What is your beef? And so, then I also heard that you could, the way they were trying to rig it up is that if you wanted to, you could print out a voter, uh, a voting, either a voting registration form or like you could re- vote, be printing it out on your computer and then sending it. Yeah, it, that's the one thing we need to do when the, I, mean, I don't know what tr- president, then obviously President Trump when he's put his lawsuits in on some of these voting things, especially with the states. But the problem that I saw is the governors and a lot of even some of the judges in these states were changing the rules all the way up until the time of voting. That's where the problem I saw in the 2020 election, mm-hmm. all because of the pandemic. I understand that. But they, that's not how our system of governments works. Even one of the Supreme Court justices, I think it was Neil Gorsuch, and he said, guys, just because we have a pandemic doesn't mean the Constitution goes in the drawer. You still have to abide by the, the Constitution. You can't just make arbitrary rules and everybody, in a, like you're some kind of emperor. Mm-hmm. And these constitutional changes on the elections were just done by fiat by governors without going through the legislature and having hearings and everything like that. Like I know in California, Governor Newsom took universal powers and just started making all these rule changes without legislative hearings, yeah. without the legislators input. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous precedent that's being set. I did want to talk about uh, the COVID, but you know, it's still more about the vaccine. And I think we've made it very clear. You got the vaccine. I'm, I'm not leery of the vaccine because of what people are saying. I just, maybe I'm going a route where I'm just waiting for it to be officially FDA approved, not under emergency authorization. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, did you hear this? I've saw some of it. Yeah, it's going. Where he's, oh, screw your freedom when it comes to this vaccination. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. Well, but... but Joe, here's the problem I have. Okay. I got the vaccination. Yeah. I was ambivalent about it. I just, I'll just go down and get it. So I got it. Okay. You didn't get the vaccination. You're stating you're waiting for the FDA to approve this officially. Sure. 
Now, Howard Kurtz, who's a media and follows media trends for Fox News, and people can bash me for quote someone from Fox News. But he goes, if the government, if the federal government and the Biden administration were so adamant that every American needs the, the vaccine, why doesn't he take it more serious? And what Howard Kurtz was saying is last year, when by the fall, when you know Donald Trump did Operation Warp Speed, Kamala Harris said, I'm not taking the vaccine if it comes from Donald Trump administration because he's going to do something nefarious. That's not how it works. We put safeguards when things come through temporary like this one. And even Joe Biden said, I want to make sure it's massive research. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, when he's president, he wants everybody to get vaccinated. If he believes this is such a, a national security threat to the United States, why doesn't he have a, a, a federal uh, drug administration leader now? Yeah. He doesn't even have a director. He doesn't even nominate someone yet. And his press spokesman, Jen Psaki, was asked this. If you guys take this serious, why doesn't the president have someone nominated to run the FDA? And her answer was like, he wants to make sure there's a right person in this position. You've gone seven months. All of last year, we were consumed by the coronavirus. And two, you're seven months into your presidency, and you don't even have someone nominated. You don't even have someone selected. Mm-hmm. So this goes into why the public is ambivalent about it. And then you got to look at the vaccine rate. They're jumping on uh, Greg Abbott of Texas and Governor DeSantis of Florida, but the Democratic governor of Louisiana has one of the lowest vaccination rates of any state. Why don't they rip on him? Mm -hmm. Why does the minority community, like especially African-Americans, have only a 35% vaccination rate? Pfizer uh, just recently came out and said efficacy of the of the vaccine falls like four percent, like every uh, either every week or every month that is out. So it just makes it less effective. And I don't know if this is like maybe a Facebook kind of messing around or something like that. But it was like said that the CEO of Pfizer couldn't go on his plane overseas because he wasn't vaccinated. And if that is true, what kind of volumes does it speak to a person who's running that company that has come out with a vaccine is like, no, I don't want this vaccine. Uh, No, I haven't heard that. So I can't comment on that story. like, Like I said, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. But see, that's the problem is there's so much misinformation or so much things out there that people are like, what's fact, what's fiction? And the administration, one, didn't meet its target goal that he said it was going to meet. They don't have an FDA administrator, a director of the FDA. So if they don't take it seriously, if you can't even get an FDA, that should have been priority number one. That should have been right out the gate. Here's our FDA minister because we got to take this serious. How do you expect the American public to take it serious 
when you come out with these pronouncements, then you tell every American they got to mask up, you got to get vaccinated, you got to do all this social distancing. But then you got Homeland Security Director Mayorkas was down on the border and they just reported 216,000 migrants were, were apprehended crossing the border. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the largest increase in 20 years. And what they're doing is they're not having a mask up. They're not being vaccinated and they're sending them out throughout the country. Yeah, so you yeah. tell Americans you got a mask up for you vaccinated, but then you're allowing thousands of migrants who have the coronavirus and you're sending them out to the hinterlands of the country. Yeah, oh, that said, makes sense. They said that at least 40% of the, um, of the immigrants coming across the border are COVID positive. Yeah. And then the, the 216,000, that's not me stating this. That was a report coming from the Customs and Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. So you want Americans to do certain things, but then you're allowing migrants to come across the border infected with COVID. You can't allow, you won't allow our staunchest ally, Canada. Canadian citizens to cross without being tested or whatever they have them do, but you let these people cross. So there's an inconsistency in messaging that you want us to take it serious. And then you have president Obama give his birthday party Mm -hmm. up in Martha's vineyard. Hundreds of people showed up. They were masked. They were traveling on their private jets, having their limos and all that stuff. So that really impacted the uh, climate footprint but you want the peasants to live a certain life while the elites live a different life that just doesn't make sense up in chicago they had uh lollapalooza and there yeah, was up, that was it was upwards of it was close to about two hundred thousand three yeah four hundred thousand something like that but they said that the cases coming out of there were in the hundreds but so then you have anthony fauci she he didn't comment on that one in Chicago, nor did he comment about the the Obama party, but he commented about the biker rally in the, the Dakotas. Yeah, surges. But he, and then he didn't say anything about the migrants coming across the border of course infected not. with coronavirus. Something just tells me that they're just anybody that tells you to get the vaccine is getting paid by the vaccine companies to tell you to get the vaccine. But see, but then the other part is they're playing politics with it. They're saying, oh, these are all just Trump supporters. Okay. President Trump, I was watching an interview he gave over the weekend, and he tells everybody, get vaccinated. And this isn't just Trump supporters. Think about it, Joe. Only 35% of African Americans are vaccinated. Maybe we should find out why. Do they have a fear of the government? Because historically, I can see that point. But why don't they talk about that? I know a handful of people both on both sides, people that are pro-Trump supporters that have the vaccine. And I know the people that aren't Trump supporters that don't have the vaccine. So the demographic doesn't meet up. It doesn't think- meet up, but the, but, the, but the Biden administration and the media got to quit blaming everything that doesn't go their way. Oh, these are Trump supporters. Just well, like the recall in California, Gavin Newsom's blaming Trump supporters for the recall. 
Oh. There isn't enough <laughs> Trump supporters in California to even get the recall on the ballot. People got to be straightforward with the American people. And our media needs to do its job and quit playing partisan politics because well, you support Joe Biden. They're not going to do that because there's no, more, they're not. There, there was more stuff that come out came out about Hunter Biden, but you don't hear a thing about. Exactly. So, so, so we, we can't rely on the media to do anything other than find out what Joe Biden's favorite ice cream flavor is. It's just. It's hypocrisy. And it's just it just we play this partisanship and. Most historically, Americans detest politics, and you can see why. So, I but, mean, with the people's unsure uh, or in, uh, uncertainty about the vaccine, I want to go back a little bit by saying, like, before the election, they were like, the left people, majority of the people on the left were saying, I'm not taking this vaccine. You know, I'm not taking this, not under a Trump presidency. And then all of a sudden, it's a Biden administration and they're like, you need to take this vaccine. We're definitely taking this vaccine. It's like to the point where like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Andrew Cuomo. That's a good point. Yeah. You mentioned Andrew Cuomo. He wanted his own experts to do the research to find out if this vaccine was something that they should put out. Yeah. And now they're just like, Oh, you need to take this vaccine no matter what. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, what they do, they put so much uncertainty out there and they play politics with it. Then you wonder why Americans aren't being vaccinated at the level that they want. So, and what they probably should have done, I know they won't. Why not invite, quit playing partisan politics. Why not invite Donald Trump to the White House and say, let's do a concentrated effort and tell everybody, get vaccinated. If you talk about the history, after the Bay of Pigs in Cuba, Kennedy invited former President um, Eisenhower to the White House. And Kennedy aides thought Eisenhower was going to spike the football. See, I told you so. And he didn't do that. He just wanted to know, how did President Kennedy make this decision? So we may make a better decision next time. We're never going to see that. You don't think Trump would try to spike the football? I don't think he would. Uh, I don't know. If they, if he went to the White House and said, listen, we need to get people vaccinated. Come to the White House and do this. I don't think Trump will be up there spiking the football. But by not doing it, you're making it they're demonizing anything that Trump does. Any Trump voter is some Neanderthal who lives in a cave and they're missing the point why and both parties are doing this. Republican establishment is doing this is the same thing as the Democrats. They're making sound like every, uh, the Trump voter is some Neanderthal, but all they see is like when Joe Biden first got elected, what was the who was the first job that was lost? It was those in the oil and energy f- field. So, and now Joe Biden is asking OPEC to increase its oil production to keep prices low. When he keep, he's got his boot on the neck of the energy sector in America. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But I did want to talk about the shit show over in Afghanistan, where I guess we're finally withdrew. Correct. 
we're pretty much almost all we should be withdrawn officially everybody out by the 31st of august okay but now there has been an increase of the taliban as we're starting as a, the u.s forces are starting to diminish right correct and what the taliban is advancing in all fronts they got most of their provincial capitals with small sections left that the government controls. So the Biden administration is sending 3,000 American troops into Afghanistan to evacuate Americans. Now, Admiral John Kirby, who was a State Department spokesman in the Obama administration, is now a spokesman at the Defense Department. He's saying that the Afghan, this is an Afghan fight the Afghan military is very capable, just like Joe Biden has said, they're very capable. The Afghan Air Force can do what it needs to do, but that's that's fault. That's wrong. Afghanistan has an re- Air Force? The Afghans have an Air Force. We've been giving them, first we gave them some Russian, I think, planes okay. to <laughs> provide close air support. Now we've been giving them Black Hawk helicopters to do the same thing. The problem is when we gave them American um, aircraft, now Senator John McCain's son, I think his name is Jack McCain, was providing advising for the Afghan Air Force. He said they were very trained, very dedicated. They were doing some things that helped their Afghan uh, soldiers on the ground. The problem is they ran out of munitions once we pulled out. Then also contractors were providing repair and maintenance on these aircraft. Once we pulled out and other Western countries pulled out, there's no one maintaining these aircraft. Okay. So they really have, they really depended solely on the United States. So the things that John Kirby and President Biden is saying are flatly wrong. Mm-hmm. They're not being, they're not capable enough to stand up to the Taliban. And now I was on a radio show where we discussed this. Everybody wants to paint this as who's lost Afghanistan. The Democrats are going to blame the Republicans and Donald Trump. Republicans are going to blame Joe Biden and the Democrats. Mark Thiessen, who was a speechwriter for President Bush, he was painting this as this is the Joe Biden's problem because he was there when they pulled out of Afghanistan. He was put in charge. And now he's been, obviously, he's president when we're doing the Afghan withdrawal. But this is a colossal failure of American national security at the military level and also at the State Department, defense and intelligence. We just failed. We didn't understand the history of the region. We put failed policies. We basically lied to the American people for 20 years. Oh, we're winning. We're doing this. We're doing that. And we haven't met the metrics that we set out for ourselves. So mm-hmm. hopefully we do a, a thorough after action report and said, this isn't just like Vietnam. When I first joined the Marines, everybody blamed the politicians, but the military had some blame there as well. Yeah. How we got in, how we conducted the military strategy. And nobody talks about Pakistan. Who funds these, the, these terror groups? They get some through drugs i got it but they also get funding from pakistan this is going to be just like vietnam yeah at the ending where we had the helicopter on a rooftop this is 
This is a colossal failure. Well, and you can't spin it any other way. There's more involved here, too, because we have translators. We have people that work for uh, the Americans. We have people that work with the Americans. And that potentially, and if we're not going to have them seek asylum, whether it's over here in the States or in a country where they can be not uh, intimidated or even threatened with death, we're not really offering them a solution. We're just kind of, see ya, bye. That's what we did in, Afghan- in, in, in Vietnam. The Montagnards, who were the, the, the mountain people, we, they worked with us, they died, they bled with us, and we just abandoned them. Yeah. That's why a lot of the, um, those that supported us during um, the Vietnam War were placed in these re-education camps. You had the boat people. I remember I was a little kid there was a lot of Vietnamese, Cambodians, Laotians would come to America. Camp Pendleton, California in 75 had uh, refugee camps on the base. And why is it that we you know are more than happy to lay down our border so people can come over to this country, but people have actually served with us. We're just like, sorry, you're on your own. That's something that the administration has to be asked that question. And he hasn't been asked that yet. And the media, obviously, like we said earlier, is not going to ask the Biden administration tough questions because they support what he's doing. They support, they want to make sure this, the Democratic president succeeds. And they should be asking that question. Why is somebody coming here illegally who's done nothing for America allowed to come and get all these services where someone that bled for us, served with us, died for um, for America in Afghanistan is like, oh, sorry, you're on your own. So does it look like the Democrats are probably in 2022 just get steamrolled by like or by the red wave from the way well, that they've been handling stuff now? Because they could maybe gain or save some face if they actually if they did stuff like that, like assisting people that have been helping us out in this country for decades. For the, for the 2022 elections, the Democrats would lose the house right now, just on reapportionment alone, because Texas, Florida, the Southern states, more of the red states gained congressional seats and the blue states like California's losing seats New York is losing seats. Pence, all the blue states have lost seats because of migration to other areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, forget reapportionment. Americans could care less about Afghanistan. They're confused. They don't know why we're there, why we're still there. The arguments why we went in 20 years later have been so muddled, and they've been confused by Democrat, Republican. So they really, they're more concerned about What's going on in America? They're concerned about the coronavirus. Are we going to mask up? Are we going to shut the economy down again? Their other concern, which one of the top concerns that a lot of polls on both sides of the aisle have been been showing, they're more concerned about inflation. Now, on a podcast, a few podcasts ago, your wife, or when I was talking with your wife, because she does the bulk of the grocery shopping in your family, She's concerned about rising food costs. Yeah. Because food now get uh, so our listeners know when it comes to inflation, food and 
gas or energy is not factored into inflation because they're volatile. They rise and fall. But most Americans don't know that. So when they go to the gas station, like here in Florida, at least around where I live, in Tampa, it's around $3 a gallon. That's about a dollar more than it was a year ago and mm-hmm. definitely more than it was in 2019. So when you go to grocery shopping, food costs more. Now, I was in one apartment and I had to, I'm living with a friend now until I can find a place, but rent has gone up. There was a, a trainer at the gym I train at. She moved in with her mom because she can't afford the high cost of rent. So she had to move in with her parents. Mm-hmm. So that's gone up. Rental cars have gone up. Now, a lot of the rental car companies sold off a lot of their fleet just to raise capital to invest back in their companies. But people want to rent rental cars because there's few rental cars out there. Those costs go up. You look at business, all their business costs go up. I work at Chick-fil-A and I'm sure I've mentioned this numerous times. I talk to the general manager all the time. His energy costs have gone up. His food costs have gone up. His paper products have gone up. And the President Biden has said when, when a business owner asked him, what do we do to get workers because it can't get enough workers? His argument was, well, you should just pay them more. Yeah. Well, that means if all their costs go up, your answer to him is to raise his labor costs. So that means his profit margin shrinks even more. And if everything goes up, he's got to raise his prices, but he can only raise his prices so much. And if he does it too much, he loses his customers because they're not going to buy. Yeah. So that's what I think more Americans are concerned about is the economy. And what did Jimmy President Carter in was the economy, high cost of living, um, interest rates, inflation. And the final kicker was, what happened overseas with yep. the Iran hostages, the debacle of the, the um, desert one. That was the icing on the cake. But the real reason was the economy. All right, John. So, so why don't you give them, let them know where they, how they can get a hold of us. They can get a hold of us by going to Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. That's Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. Or you can catch us at, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Ubaldi Reports. If you go to Facebook, check out Ubaldi Reports group and you can see us there. But please let us know what you think of these podcasts and what would you like to listen to and or just comment either way. So we know what our listeners are thinking. We'll read if you have a question, we'll read your question on uh, or read it. We'll read the question on our podcast, discuss it. We will not mention your full name. We'll just say Jim in Battle Creek, Michigan said, da, da, da. this is the question. So okay, let us know what you think. All right. So everybody have a great day and we will talk to you soon. All right. Take it easy and keep listening to Ubaldi Reports.